Watch the Scooby-Doo. We're coming after you. We're going to get hit for copyright strike. A podcast where two cousins talk about Disney movies or who their favorite Scooby Doo character is. Uh, how about villain? Right? Go for it. A tar monster. I, I think I have Stockholm syndrome because I love <laughs> the ghosts that used to terrify me as a kid. Yeah, the one that was like a hologram and go that one. Uh, Phantom Stranger, that right? That I, one. Well, I got to do two this episode because I didn't do one last episode. Oh, uh, the D and DJ stands for Stockholm syndrome today. Okay. <laughs> Uh, uh, Phantom Shadow. Phantom Shadow. Thank yeah. you. Uh, How are you? I'm good. I am. Uh, I thought the cats were back down here again. I'm good. Uh, we're doing. This is another episode that we are redoing because we uh, lost the old one, unfortunately. But uh, the last one, I think you had said it yourself, even came out better than the first. So time. much better. So uh, I, I think this is going to be a good episode because now we're a little warmed up too. Right. And I have a surprise at the end of this one again. There's a surprise at the end of this one. Oh yeah. Don't give me the same quizzes last They're time. Not the same. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, so stick around to the end of this episode because DJ is going to be quizzing me on uh, something on something the topic of today and you guys can absolutely play along at home today's uh, episode. So, so what are we doing today? I have to vent first of all. Okay, do you do you want me to sit in the chair so you, your laptop's probably charged? You're on the cold floor. You I'm, don't look comfortable. I'm very used to sitting on the floor. Are you sure? I'm good. I feel bad because I want to go back in my chair. Fine, let's go. Okay, I like my chair. We're swapping. I only sat on the couch because. Uh, uh, I don't need my phone. I can live with that. I am going to eat a cookie while you talk, though. Okay, so, everybody, I am pissed right now. Um, I wouldn't say pissed. I'm just more annoyed. So, me and Kat went to the movies last night. Uh, we have a big thing for, like, going to see, watching murder mystery movies because they're fun, get you thinking, whatever. So, we watched this movie called um, Death on the Orient Express a few years ago. Great movie. If you guys like murder mystery movies, it's got my seal of approval. It's pretty good. Flash forward to now, they announced Death on the Nile, which is the sequel. We buy tickets, we get ready to go. Now, I don't know about you guys. DJ Death on the Nile, the system. There's a second one. So, I don't know about you guys, or you money, you could weigh in on this. Oh, I know that when... I just reclined, I'm sorry. I know that when we went to go see Spider-Man, we sat in our assigned seats. Yes? Like when you bought the tickets. It was opening night. Right, so we sat in our assigned seats, right? Yeah. If you go to the movie theater and you're buying your tickets online and you see that it's vastly empty wherever, you're mm-hmm. just buying your tickets at that point, right? Right. Okay. So me and Kat go into the theater. It's like four minutes before the movie starts. No trailers have started. It's like perfect time. We got our snacks. We sit down and it's pretty empty. Like the back section where everyone likes to sit is pretty open. Uh-huh. We're sitting there and a couple, a couple comes over to us and goes, hi, the wife came over or the girlfriend come over and goes, Hi, can you guys confirm your seats that you're in 12 and 13? Because I believe you're sitting in hours. And I wanted to look at her and go, I can confirm that I'm not sitting in my seats because it doesn't matter. Because who cares? So they stared at us until we moved over. And then when Kat moved over, the couple that was between where we were sitting with the two seats in between, they had their jackets on it. So Kat goes to move over and the woman goes, oh yeah, we can share. So Kat sat on her jacket and she goes, oh, that's not what I meant. Oh my God. What did you mean? What did you mean? So like, I will sit in my assigned seats if it's a packed show, but the fact that it was empty still and you, and there were seats behind us that were open, there were seats in the middle that were open uh-huh. and you came over and like, 
Can you move over? So when the movie started, how full was the movie? The same that it was filled when we were start when we got there. If you had to ballpark, fifteen people. Okay, in a full theater, in like a the full size theater. Full theater. Um, I I don't know where I fall on this. Weird. I, I always sit in my assigned seats when I go to the movies. Even if, is that been a thing for a while, or is that like recent? Like I, I think past it's, two years or I, so. I think it's just you. You buy a seat, you sit in the seat. Because <laughs> it used to be you just buy your tickets, pick a seat, sit well, down, yeah, and shut yeah, up. Yeah, of course. Well, I I think it's more recent. Definitely like with the pandemic. Absolutely. Well, I think ordering tickets online is also tough because like you figure if it's a packed movie, yes, right, and then. There may be like random empty seats between parties and stuff. Sure. It's just easier to reserve your seats ahead of time. I like that. Right. But when it's an empty theater, yeah, do I, not I come do bother s- me about moving over. I do see that when side of the coin as well. Anywhere. Yeah. I see that side of it as well. Like, oh yeah. my God. Like at a baseball game and a hockey game, you pay for your seats. Right. Not in a movie theater until recently. Yeah. Maybe a few. I, I will give you... Like, We're sitting in our assigned seats when we go to Batman, by the when, way, because I got prime seats. When we saw... Spider-Man. Even even Black Panther. Yes. When I saw Black Panther with Jeremy, uh, we had assigned seats. So really? I have a movie... Can I tell you my movie theater story and then we can get into the Go, go, thing? go ahead, go ahead. When, when it's, it's extremely short. When Jeremy and I went to see Black Panther, uh, Jeremy was like, I'm not spending money on food. And I'm like, oh, that's a good idea. So this is my second time seeing Black Panther. I saw it with Gamery and Adam beforehand. Gotcha. And I went to see it again with him because it's a great movie, of course. And uh, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get. I'm gonna bring a sandwich into the movies. So I went to a local sandwich place and I got like I didn't get like a salami on rye or something. I got a I got a chicken parm sandwich. Like you but, got an actual like girthy sandwich. Yeah, yeah. But when they make the chicken parm at this place that I go to, which is we got to go sometime, it's fantastic. Okay. Uh, they do this huge roll. It's probably about this big. They do three chicken cutlets, cheese between them, and then solace. That's amazing. Yeah. So I, I'm in the movie theater parking lot, and I'm like, how am I getting this chicken parm into the theater? Oh, no. So I, I put it in my sweatshirt. Like, I tucked my undershirt in, ah. and I put it bare belly in me and I walked in like I had like this huge gut okay. with the chicken parm under me. So Jeremy and I sit down in the movie theater and I pull it out and I go, you know, I keep that motherfucking thing on me. <laughs> <laughs> and he he's like, oh my god, the chicken parm. So that's why in our group chat where we plan when we're you know doing Marvel movies all together. Yeah, I'll always say, Jeremy, I'm gonna bring it, bring a chicken parm. Is that that's okay? Where that comes that's from. where okay. that comes from. Yeah. Um, can so, I just point out that movies are substantially cheaper in Connecticut versus New York? Oh yeah, everything is substantially. Me and Kat cheaper. got the tickets yesterday. I was like, hey, look. Oh, I'm sorry. She bought the tickets between the, for the two of us. It was like $18 or some shit. Yeah. And then she went to buy, the, I bought the snacks and everything. And I was like, look at the price. $20 even for a large popcorn, two Cokes. It's great. It's yeah. fantastic. It's fantastic. In New yeah. York, that would be a $60 night. Yeah. Crazy. When When is Batman, by the way? We're doing March 4th. March 4th. Okay. Friday, March 4th. I'm there. I'm counting two weeks away. What time are we on? Uh, I think we have a, a nine o'clock showing because I get out of, oh, I, I don't have that lesson because I got Tyler to cover me. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I guess. I get out at seven fifteen then, so I could shoot up and meet you guys somewhere. Okay. We can get food. I don't know. Okay, we'll figure it out. We'll talk about anyway, it. Anyway, uh, what are so we doing speaking today? of movies, what are we doing perfect, today? Perfect topic talking about movie theaters before our clash today because today we are doing two tropical, warm, yes, yes. sunny, and uh, and bright, yes, uh, Disney movies today. So hope you guys packed your sunscreen. How about you tell them what the titles are? I like to ease into it. Okay. Today we are discussing. He's still easing into it. Lilo and Stitch, 
versus Moana. Very nice. Make and way, make way. Are you team? The village of Kokunu is where you are. What team are you? Okay. So I can't sing the Scooby-Doo intro and not worry about getting flagged, but money can poorly sing There You Are from Moana and we won't get flagged. So as you guys can tell... It kind of sounds like the I Dream of Genie theme song. What song? The I Dream of Genie theme song. I Dream of Genie? What's, what movie is that? You've never heard of I Dream of Genie? No. It's a TV show from like the 60s. No. Yeah, she's a genie. Okay. You remember Bewitched? Yes. It's it's that same era. Cool. Just because you're singing a song at me that I don't know is not going to help me remember a show that I've never heard of. You're right. I don't know what I'm trying to get at here. <laughs> okay. So, so today I am Team Moana if my recantment of that song hasn't given it away yet. And I am Team Lilo and Stitch. Now this, now this is... Ohama means family. This is a very controversial oh, topic God, yes. in, my, in my household particularly because my fiance's favorite movie of all time is Lilo and Stitch. It's like she has the Disney ears. She has the backpacks. I mean, Lilo in Stitch. Is Danny her has twenty three. Lilo and Stitch pops with twenty two of those. Twenty one of those being Stitch himself, and with only two being Lilo. <laughs> yeah, Danny has the whole Lilo and Stitch set at this point. That's insane. Yeah. I love it because I love Lilo and Stitch. Yeah, that's her favorite movie. So of course, when you know I'm telling her like, oh, we're gonna do Lilo and Stitch versus Moana. She knows I'm Team Moana because Moana is maybe my second favorite Disney movie. Which of all is time. Your, what's your first? Wally. Oh yeah, I knew that. Um, so the contest. So it's a it's a tough thing for me to do in this household, obviously. But you that's know why what? she left for the day because <laughs> yeah, she's mad at you. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, before we get started, oh wait, that's the clash. Uh, can I go with tail? Uh, yeah. I mean, do you do you have any reason to say why you've picked Lilo and Stitch? I mean, what is your um. I don't have a reason per se. I just have always loved Lilo and Stitch. I think it's a great family movie. Okay. Um, I think we'll get we'll get into it later. But I think Stitch and as a character in the movie is funny, entertaining. He goes through a great arc. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't say it's like my top five, but if I said top ten, it'd be in there. Okay. Absolutely, I think it's great. Yeah. Um, there's also I didn't get a chance to tell you this last time we recorded about the. Change they made to the ending. Did you ever hear about this? Oh, or no? I've heard about that. Yeah. All they, right. Well, they, so they we'll, had to do it with Friends as well because of uh, and yeah. Spi- and the original Spider-Man trailer, the trailer and poster. Yeah. No, yeah. The original Spider-Man trailer. Yeah. yeah. Um. So for w- what you guys don't know, um, if you don't know, uh, the ending of Lilo and Stitch originally had them flying a 747 around the city and between buildings, weaving through buildings. But the problem was, um. Leo and Stitch, as I'll talk about in the tale of the tape, released in 2002, which was very fresh and a sore topic of the 9-11 tragedy. Right. So they completely, not scrapped it, which I think is very cool that they were able to do this. They stripped the animation away and changed it from a 747 to an alien spaceship flying through a canyon, yep. which is very interesting. Makes sense. Uh, the original Spider-Man trailer, as we mentioned as well, um, originally had in the very first trailer ever released, Spider-Man webbing a... F- Rogue or falling helicopter between the two towers. Right. So they took that down as well. Of course, so, yeah. That's so, that. So, I mean, we're basically in the tape now. So, you released released in 2002. 2002, June 16th. And Moana released November 23rd, 2016. Right before Thanksgiving, oddly enough. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. Um, Lilo and Stitch on a budget of $80 million uh, made $273.1 million. Okay. Uh, so, you guys so remember it, it my tripled. little... tripled. It's money, essentially, yeah. Yep. 
as you guys remember for um, the little formula, not a hard and fast rule, but it's something that I go by. Makes a lot of sense if you think about it. For a movie to be called like a profit or successful in terms of the companies, it has to make its budget back and double that for marketing. So it basically has to make double its budget to be deemed successful, roughly. Okay. Right? Not a hard and fast rule, but it makes sense if you think about it. Okay. And uh, Moana, on a budget of fifty to one hundred and fifty to one hundred and seventy-five million dollars, made six hundred and forty-five million dollars. So quadrupled its budget. Very successful movie. Very successful. Yep. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, the reviews. Lilo and Stitch got an eighty-six from critics, only a seventy-seven from audience, which is very shocking to me. And Moana got ninety-five from critics and eighty-nine from the audience. Yeah. Both great movies, though. Uh, yeah. Relatively considered successes. Lilo and Stitch to me stands out. And this is probably why I like it the most too. It was during that era of um, like Treasure Planet and those movies for Disney, and right. this was like the gem in that golden era for them. It was like their last, um, I want to say, golden age before they hit that awkward stage, and now they're back in their golden age with a lot more like. Yeah, I, I you know what I'm talking it's, about. It's weird. They hit this weird lull in like the late 2000s, maybe or so. Yes, where the movies weren't as successful. But I think that also in like the early 2000s, mid 2000s, they had a lot of flops in things that didn't really succeed. I just pulled up a couple. Um, so like Treasure Planet in Atlantis, like where you had the Emperor's New Groove, which came out in 2000, which is great. But I, I don't think that that was an overly successful. movie. No, it's it's a, it's like a a hidden gem as is well. It? Like yeah. it's not. I think it's a, a it's probably my top five. Danny and I watched it a few months ago, and we movie. said, uh, "Do we need to collect the Emperor's New Groove pops?" And, We've got four so far. So, so then you also have uh, Atlantis, which came out during that time, which which didn't do well, but great good movie. movie. Same with Treasure Planet. Yep. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I, I guess there were some good ones though. I, I, Monsters Inc. came out in that era, which is crazy to me that like yeah. Monsters Inc. But then you have Treasure Planet. Holes came out in two thousand three. I've never seen Holes. You've never seen Holes? No. Thirty forgettable Disney movies from the early two thousands. Here we go. Let's not get distracted with thirty forgettable Disney. I'll movies. give you a couple. Give me a couple, and then let's move into Lilo. Meet and the Stitch. Robinsons was two thousand seven. I love Meet the Robinsons. Underdog. I have a big head and, and little, little arms. Underdog came out in oh seven. Uh, it says the Jungle Book two, but the picture is a picture of Mario. I love that. I'm so serious. I um, should use that in last week's episode. I know. Uh, Atlantis, like I said, uh, holes. Yeah. Just repeat yourself twice. Love that. Sorry. Talk to me about Moana. Okay. So no, I can't talk to you about anything yet. A because Moana is yours, and B, um, coin flip. You, you're done with your tail of the tape. It was short. Oh, okay. It cool. was very short today. Flip the coin. Just... You're flipping the coin today. Here we go. Flip. Heads, you go first. All right. Uh, you're two for two today. I like how you are committed to wearing white socks. Thank you. I, I think my outfit matches very well today. Yeah, it's all gray. Yep. It's my graphic day. My shoes are gray as well. That was my one nice thing about you before we fight. I know. Yeah. I like... Stop looking around the room and look at me. No, no, no. I'm, th I'm thinking. I'm not... I'm not like... I have to think. I... All right, we'll put a pin in it. We'll come no, back in 20 minutes. I love minutes. how dedicated you are and have been to keeping your Fungo Collection live, your YouTube channel going, and how successful it has become. I think it's fantastic, and I think it's awesome. I think I've been amazingly proud of how amazing, how well it went for you. Thanks, bud. You're welcome. Your movie sucks. <laughs> I guess we're into it. I guess since he said his one nice thing, I get to just get shit on now. Okay. 
That's no, great. thank you. I appreciate that. And yeah, fuck I you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Suck my toe. Follow me on TikTok. I'm almost at 8K Money's Vault on TikTok. I um, love your uptick in the talk. See what I did there? Uptick in the talk. Oh. See what I did there? Why don't people say that? Because no one's a fucking nerd like me. Who yeah, what the that. hell? Yeah. My front door keeps going off. Who's there? All right. Adam probably coming back. We've had a revolving door all morning with everybody. Uh, Go ahead. So Lilo and Stitch. Okay. When I talk about Lilo and Stitch today, I'm not talking about uh, the TV show. We don't talk about the TV I'm show. I'm not talking about Leroy and Stitch. I'm not talking... What, what's that face for? I forgot that was a thing. Yeah. I'm not talking about Stitch 2, Electric Boogaloo. I'm only talking about Lilo and Stitch, the first movie, versus Moana. So standalones. Like, we're the, taking Lilo and Stitch as a standalone right now. introductory movies. Yes. Because Moana only has the one property. For now. But Lilo and Stitch has a whole thing. For now, Moana has I'd Moana. love more Moana. That'd be great. So... From a story standpoint, yeah, I think Moana's story is much more uh, hard hitting, no, much more relevant, and much more uh, encompassing. Those are all words that I can see you thinking like shit. What I'm is trying he to saying? think about how he's your like, points what are these tie together words? to that. What are these words? Yeah, okay. You've never heard encompassing before, and you're I'm spiraling. trying to think about how he's trying to think your encompassing makes sense with that. N C spell encompassing M. P-A-S-S-I-N-G I'm just happy you were able to pronounce all those words the right way I know, I suck at pronouncing <laughs> Pronunciating things Ladies and gentlemen Pronouncing right. things Ladies and gentlemen, the defense rests <laughs> uh, No, but seriously So Lilo and Stitch is a good movie I mean, Correct. Stitch is so cute He's, I mean, so many little fucking moments Are turned into, like, not even just Funko Pops There's so many, like, art statues memes. There's so many posters, memes of just Stitch you know? Yeah so like he, his personality is like, but how does the story so hit harder? I need you to explain so, to me how it hits harder. Moana's Moana. story is just one of the greatest Disney stories ever. Okay, it's this story, and I I know that you may think that it is a uh, generic, but it's the story of this woman or this girl. How who, old is Moana? Uh, she's like fourteen, like I think? sixteen or something. I don't know, but she is the assume she's going to rightfully. Get the throne of Montanui. She the first. She's gonna be the first queen, I believe. The first woman in charge after all the men before her. Yes. But Moana quickly realizes that that's not what she wants. She doesn't want to be on an island secluded with the rest of her people. They've been on the island for she, a long time, she, too, right? Yeah, because of the because of the Tafiti. Right. Or, or sorry, Taka. Uh, they they're hiding there and she wants to explore the world and see the world and when she's a baby she goes out in the ocean almost drowns so the water chooses her and saves her or whatever right which the, never came back by the way which the water it comes back Not, it doesn't do anything to help her it just gives her like little yeah but it's there I thought the water would like attack Takai or some shit no it would make too much sense oh sorry that a movie makes sense <laughs> anyway <laughs> So it's, it's I'm sorry that it's going to make sense for the ocean to save the person that the ocean was really like you are the chosen one to stop Takai but the ocean doesn't help her stop to die. She almost drowns. She almost dies in the ocean like five times. Listen, uh, the water helps when it wants to help, and I can't. Oh, so when she's going to drown after it shows her it doesn't want to help her? Hey, you fight the law in the long one, I guess. I don't know. But when it comes to the story of Moana, she... What? What's wrong with you? Water in my mouth. When you said that, and I didn't want to spit it all over your nice new basement. So... You keep distracting me And I keep just saying so 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 uh, Moana goes on this journey Of finding herself And discovering that There's more out there For their people And helping Restore Taka To be Tafiti And restoring the heart Back to where it needs to be Thus not only Freeing herself 
to become the person that she wants to be and the person allowing her politically to be the person that she is, right? Okay. She she Moana is not becoming a Voyager. Moana is a Voyager. She explores, yes. she wants to see the world, yes. right? And now because she saved the day, she's able to explore and do what she wants and presumably lead her people in the future while also having saved the day, right? What are you looking at? Oh, your phone. My phone. So cool. That's, that's where I'm all at with fantastic. That. Right. Lilo and Stitch. Hey, is, who's talking about Lilo and Stitch? Is here? a movie about an alien that crashes to Earth. Lilo is Don't get into my arguments for me Lilo is like in this weird thing with Nani Because like the DCF wants to take her away Okay alright 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 Let me Before you just breeze through the plot of Lilo and Stitch in two minutes Yes Moana has a great story She's trying to show her people that they are meant to be explorers They're not meant to be island dwellers But the major I want to bring up while we're here. We're, we're in the middle between both movies. I also want to say these movies are great exemplifications of uh, representation in today's pop culture. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? The Showing culture that they showed for fantastic. the... Um, you know what I mean? I it's, said this wrong last time, but I'll just say like the Hawaiian Islands as a whole. It's um, Moana takes place roughly in like the Hawaii area, I um, believe. I think it's more... Pacific? Pacific. I don't know, but regardless, the representation. We'll just say that, in general, right? Yeah, the representation that both these movies bring to yes. people is fantastic. Absolutely. It's the same with Encanto. Disney's like, been doing did a you, great. Did you see the little girl who looks just like the main character of Encanto? Bitch, I told you about this yeah, last time we recorded. Okay, yeah, yeah, it was you. Okay, where she was like, "Look, that's me. I can." This Disney I princess has be, glasses like right, me. Yes, exactly, and that is so important. I love that Disney's been very progressive with how they represent yeah. their. Heroes or heroines right. and allow them to or allow other people to feel more connected to yeah, the exactly, characters. Yeah. Right? I think it's, 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 I think so it's fantastic. And these movies yeah. are both great uh, examples Absolutely. of that. Yep. So, so Lilo and Stitch's story for me starts off in this with uh, it starts off darker than I realized it did the more you think about it. So it opens up with this very uh, upbeat Hawaiian song and we see Lilo surfing like she seems like she's living her best life. She's out surfing by herself vibing she is enjoying herself and then I'm we come to find out burning love. and then we <laughs> the Elvis Presley throughout that movie makes me so happy um but then we find out that she's going to deliver a peanut butter sandwich to a fish and yeah I we're know. like all right that's cute it's her friend but then you know as the story goes she goes back to her uh hula class with her classmates and the teacher goes oh Lilo why are you all wet what people are falling all over the place What's going on she goes I was delivering a sandwich to pudge the fish and he was like why and she goes he controls the weather because her parents died because her yeah. parents died in a car crash so Lilo is already starting off as this tragic character who has deep emotional damage because she is which we found out last time we recorded this Lilo is five right which Lilo is crazy because she has the vocabulary of like a fucking 40 year old and she's surfing by herself uh and i don't think i could walk until i was like six <laughs> i think i had my first concussion at three so there you go oh my god um but so lilo starts off as this very tragic character which follows the disney formula but it i don't i, I don't want to say it's the same but different but i think it is different in a way because of how it goes from where she's introduced. Because then you find out, like you touched on, that the relationship with Nani has since been 
worsened because of this because Nani stepped up as the mother right. and trying to be a guardian for Lilo. And Lilo's just not having it because she thinks that Nani's trying to take over her mother's role. Right. And that's where the friction comes from. Yeah. That's when uh, Cobra Bubbles, who is the um, who's Michael Clark Duncan in every movie that he's in, um, that's when he shows up. And every time he shows up to check in on them it's always at their absolute worst right he catches lilo and nani fighting while lilo's in what was a washing machine in the original release now it's a shelf with a pizza box in front of it because they don't want to show a child in a washing machine i get that that's so true by the way if you didn't know that what but what are you arguing here that lilo, so i'm that saying lilo that lilo and stitch is a much more dramatic i'm saying movie? that lilo and stories lilo and lilo and story lilo and stitch's story is starts off on a darker tone than moana's does and I believe that it is the driving force behind the rest of the plot where Moana's story starts as her wanting to be an explorer and starting to expand, but then it takes some twists and turns and it gets very um, mythical and um, superpower-esque Are you based. saying that mythical is bad? No. So what are you saying about mythical? Because your movie is alien-based. Yeah, mine is more in science because it's aliens and shit. Yours is mythical and superpowers and demigods, which you is weird. No. Yeah. Hold on. Hold yeah. on. Stitch is a better character no, than no, Maui. That, that's, sh- you know that there is no scientific documented proof of aliens existing, I will right? pull it up right now. It, no, has been released, it has been released countless times that UFOs have visited Earth. Like, photographs have been released to the general public from the government. Like, DJ, there is no scientific remains of an alien. You said that yours is more grounded in science. Is yes. basically what you're saying, right? Yes. But you're talking about aliens. It's, yeah. Aliens are technically in a realm of science. Life on other planets developing is in the realm of science. But it's it's fantasy because they're, they there's no proof of aliens. I believe in aliens. I believe that we're not the only uh, developed life out okay. there. Hang on. I'm a, continue. I'm a big believer in the paradox of uh, that there may be life that we will never see simply because it is it's you know they've been destroyed or they've been supernova or something. You know, there's some sort of paradox revolving around that. Uh, but I. I also believe that there is no scientific proof of aliens. Okay. Who built the pyramids in Egypt? An enslaved population by, uh, that was enslaved by the Egyptians. Okay, so you don't believe that aliens built the pyramids? Uh, ancient aliens believe that they b- built the pyramids. But I'm saying, are you, like, where does your alien knowledge belief start and end? Like, are you... Are you like there's aliens living among us? No, or, no, no. Or, I'm not or, crazy. Or are you like aliens exist? Like I, 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 I believe that there were like some technological advancements in the history of humanity that have questionable leaps. But I don't think that in an alien population, like let's just make it as simple as possible. I don't think it was like the Eternals where they just showed up was like, here's this. Bye. Like, I don't know. It's very uh, nitpicky. I could talk to you about aliens for hours. You want to do an episode on aliens? Aliens versus vampires. Aliens versus... Can we get back to Moana and Lilo and Stitch, please? Yeah, so so what I'm saying is that... No, like you... No. I believe that Lilo and Stitch's story beats of their dysfunctional family coming from this tragedy has more weight and carries through... The background of the story much more heavily than Moana's dream of being an explorer does. Wrong. 
Okay. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> That well, little tangent on aliens just went out of the fucking so, window like, very I quickly. Think, I think what you have going for you, I'm going to name things about Lilo and Stitch that I think you have me. And I'll go for one of them. Okay, let me let me get my points out here. You have a cuter person as your lead, right? Stitch. Duo lead, duo lead. Yeah, Lilo but and uh, Stitch is, you know what I mean? Adorable. Right. Uh, I think that your movie overall is more popular, I think. I think that if you were to put... I don't know. I don't. I don't think that the sales really can denote popularity to me. Like the overall gross, because right? Because yeah. like you kids, well, no, like kids will see anything. You know what I True. mean? Like when there's a new Disney movie out, parents take their kids to get them to shut up for an hour oh, and a half. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's the dream. Take your kid to a movie. You sit on your phone the whole time or whatever. But like you sit on your phone in the movie theater, you're an asshole. You do that. Not in the movies. Mm. Mm. But like I don't know. I I feel that. What I have going for me is an overall better story. I have no. overall better character development. Who develops in your movie? The whole family. Lilo, Stitch, Nani, the um, the scientist. Um, what was his name? What was his name? I haven't written down. Don't even know your whole cast. Jumba, thank you. Jumba and Pleakley. Yeah. But the entire cast of Lilo and Stitch develops. Where I believe that Moana develops. She does. And Maui's an asshole. Yeah, but also you have like her dad has to doesn't accept her for who she is, and it takes him parents, until the last five minutes to do so. Well, her parents don't accept her for who she is until she's gone. Great example. When, she, for when kids. she comes back, it's not. It's kind of like at the end of Mulan, how Mulan comes back bringing the sword, like thinking that she's dishonored, and then her dad throws the victory sword to the side and says, "I just care that you're okay. You're my daughter." I believe that's essentially what happens at the end of Moana. It's like, fine, travel your path, do what you think is best for you, but I am just so glad that you are okay. Yeah, but you have to think about what it like. She argued with her parents countless times about that, and they said, "You're wrong. Stick to what we know," and that is just not good. And that makes them not good to me. It shows that they're them as characters. They're too set in their ways, and they're not open. Her grandmother, on the other hand, and this I'll give you to you outright: the grandmother in yeah. Moana is amazing. Oh, she encourages Moana amazing to go do amazing because she, the yeah. the grandmother takes Moana to the cave where the boats were. Held, yeah, and of course, stored. yeah. And for me, I was shocked when the parents are like, "Nope, you're wrong." Still, like, right? What? Be There's your proof. Well, because like the parents think that they're, uh, they're being, they're like they think that they're helping her by keeping her safe. You know what I mean? Like, they think that they're protecting her from something because it is a scary world out there with Taka. You know, it's like it's it's terrifying to have this big black monstrous shadow looming and killing your this walking your volcano basically right, literally, that's literally what it is yeah. yeah so you have to think that they think that they're doing the best thing for their daughter and their village by protecting them but at the same time you know the moana needs to live her own life she does she does and i feel like you know them as a community they are hindering themselves because they're Bitching and moaning about how our island is dying, our crops aren't growing. What are we gonna do? Just sail across the water, mate, and go get another island that's over there. It's not that hard. But, but they can't sail across the island and go across the water to get another island because their life is dying on all the islands from Taka. Remember how there's one scene in Moana where the vegetables, or maybe it's the potatoes that are rotten. Yeah. And they're like, our food is just disintegrating. Yeah. Because Taka is spreading. Like it's it's this imminent threat that cannot be stopped until Moana vision of herself and her life come to fruition. Yeah, sure. And because her vision 
comes to fruition and she's able to become who she wants to be, she simultaneously... She's Moana Tafiti. There's a whole song about it. She simultaneously saves the world and her village and her people. Easy with the whole world. It's an island of six people. Which then grants her people the ability to be free and live their life just like her. That's great. Do you see the double parallel here between the two of those things? No, I get it. I I fully understand it, but the idea that... You know, they actively know that the world is dying, but or their island is dying and it's not going well and Takai is doing all this stuff and they're still just going about their regular life. What are life. they supposed to do? No, Nobody knows about the heart of Tafiti except for Maui. And Grandma, so, how did, so how did Moana learn about Grandma it? Grandma Tala is the only one who says you need to go seek Maui and his magic fish. So nobody, so, so what you're telling me is that the only living relative who knows anything about this is deemed crazy except for Moana right. herself. She's deemed crazy because she's the only one who has as a contradicting outlook on society. Does that sound familiar? And that's a great, that's a great, great... Mr. Alien Boy? That's a... Cool. So you just compared me to the grandmother. Thank you. Uh, so that's a great... You kind of look like her. Pa- just because I have a big nose, okay? <laughs> that's a great... How many times can I interrupt Opener. You I did it to you in the beginning. For the story beat to start. But then when she starts exploring and she goes sees Maui... Maui's great. Don't get me wrong. What can I say except... I won't resolve it. Go ahead. You're welcome. <laughs> the Rock as Maui. I'm going to call him The Rock for the rest of this podcast. That's okay. Because he sings a song about how great it is to be The Rock. And you're welcome for everything that I've done. Yeah, because he's the one who has provided life. He pulled out coconuts from the ground. Oh, that was Maui just meshing around. Yes, I, I but what he's doing thing. is he's bragging. He's bragging and he's basically saying you're welcome when nobody wants to thank him. And then if you really think about it, which they we come to find out, Maui is the cause. I buried an Elon Musk of coconuts. Maui is the cause of Takai because he was like, I'm going to go take the heart of the island. Because yeah, he's a selfish asshole. Thank you. Yeah, he goes on a journey of not being a selfish asshole. But it, no, he is an asshole for probably three quarters of the movie. And then he redeems himself at the end and is willing to die at the end of the movie. I wish he died. Uh, I, I, I wish he died. He was such... Yeah, I, I don't know. There's, there's no, there was no real, like... Uh, besides the stakes of the island and the people, like, yeah. there was no tragedy so to speak because the grandmother did die but she was like she became the ocean that's partially why it like it's beautiful favored Moana I love that it's beautiful but like he's the reason for this and there's no consequences for his actions besides the fact that he has to go on this whole tale of redemption so but then when you get to Lilo and Stitch I was just about to say when we get to Lilo and Stitch yes Stitch starts off as this energetic destruction based creature but if you flash back and hear me out on this, if you flash back to our Mewtwo argument, that's how Mewtwo started as well, and he grew as a character. Okay, Stitch becomes this family-oriented, loyal character after the first time he meets Lilo. He's like drawn to Lilo because he's different than what he's seen in, in his. I don't know. Are they like a galactic? Uh, they're like a gal- sure. A, fe- we'll call them a federation. Yeah, the federation that made Stitch was. A, making him as a weapon but Lilo taught him about caring and family and Maui just didn't get that like he refused to accept that or not be the rock before I talk about that I wanted to comment on one other thing before I comment on that you talk about how there's tragedy you okay over there champ you just burped four times in a row uh there there's tragedy all amidst Moana like the grandmother dying, right? Taka causing destruction throughout the whole movie. Yes or no? There's a lot of 
there's a lot of danger. A lot of danger. All of the danger and sadness in Lilo and Stitch happen before the movie even takes place because their parents have passed away. And the only real track watch it here the only real part of that movie where i'm like oh maybe things aren't gonna be okay is where stitch gets taken away at the end of the movie no, no you're missing no, a listen, whole you're missing listen, a whole I'm, I'm just about section. to talk about it i'm just about to talk about it you have this overarching theme of is moana going to be taken away by dcf right that he moana he, i mean uh, lilo is going to take away from yeah right uh, because that's that's DCF, right? The DCF worker who comes in through the whole movie. Sorry. Like I understand that you have that throughout the whole movie. Yeah. But do you really think that by the end of the movie it's not all going to be resolved? It's a children's movie. Do you think that? Do you think at Moana's at the ending of Moana wasn't going to be resolved? Do you think at the end of Lilo and Stitch, a children's movie with hundreds of thousands of children in attendance? Maybe even millions of children in attendance. Go for it. They're going to end the movie with social services taking her away. Would have been the most gangster Disney movie you, ending they, ever. There is have been no insane. chance. Surprise, everybody. Movie, su- movie sad at the end. She and gets taken away. I believe it to be so instrumental for them to show something like that. To oh, show yeah. a dysfunctional family. But like with actual sh- stakes behind right, it too. To, sh- to show that Nani may not be uh, the most well-rounded caretaker. Well, the thing but is that she is. But they just she's get caught the, at the worst time. But she's the caretaker that Lilo needs. And they are so bonded and have this bond that Nani should have full control of Lilo. Like I was, uh, One and, of my points was going to say... Lilo and Nani's relationship feels probably like one of the most realistic familial relationships oh, in a it's Disney such movie. Such a strong because sister. It's, yeah. it's, it's like an older sister. I've like me and Danielle, my older sister. Yeah. Me and her love this movie because, you know, we didn't always get along, but she was my older sister and she looked out for me when I parented her. And at the up. end of the day, you guys always had each other's back. Exactly. Right. And that's and, exactly what and this is. The th- and the thing is with Nani, too, people forget that Nani, when their parents were alive, had. Her own life. She was an up and coming pro surfer. Like yeah. in, there, in the background shot of one of the, um, I think it's when she's in her room when her and Lilo yell into their pillows. All the together. trophies and everything. Yeah, yeah, you see all her surfboard, her awards, her trophies, her pictures, right. everything. Nani probably if the if the tragedy of their parents happened a year later. Right, Nani would have been able to financially support Lilo and take care. Just and saying hypothetically because so, of what we see. Right, and it's so and she had to drop. All of that. It's very to telling. A it's very telling to Nani's yes. character that she leaves all that behind to raise Lilo, and she's doing the best that she can. The other and crazy social thing, services is just showing up at the worst, worst times, possible times. time after time worst again. Times. And then here comes this little blue alien to fuck everything up on top dog. of it. You know, she thinks he's a dog, right? Yeah, but you know, the other thing that Lilo and Stitch has for me and Moana, I'll give it to the two of them. Actually, have this for each other. So what's the argument? No, no, no I'm just this is a pro for both of us. There's no love interest. Right. Well, I mean, there's David. Yeah, but like, it's not like a. He's uh, at the focal point. Yeah. It's not a focal point. It's not story based. It's like the most background love interest in a Disney movie like that I've ever seen. It's more, and it's the most yeah. real one. It's like, hey, I'm gonna go help you out. What do you want to do? Come, come with me to dinner later. The, like the love interest uh, trope has always loved. <laughs> Has always rubbed me the wrong way in certain Disney movies. Like so stale. For example, the worst one for me is Tarzan. Like that love interest in Tarzan has always rubbed me the wrong what? way. What? What? What are you about to say about Tarzan? The the love interest part of the movie has always rubbed me the wrong way. You're he's up and he's cracking his knuckles in his legs. Is this a hot take? 
Am I allowed that to make a hot take? That is the most hot take I've ever heard. You could have said any other Disney movie. The Tarzan one makes the most sense. Can I can I voice my thought? I'm waiting for it. I'm so curious as to what you have to say about this. So, I'm like in a partial split right now. So you're telling me <laughs> So you're telling me I'm so taken back that this man who has been growing up by gorillas He's probably what thirty. Can you look up how old Tarzan is, please? Because that, sure. that's actually instrumental to my argument. So Tarzan has been—it's his whole life. Just to put his that out whole there. life, he's been growing up with gorillas, right? Correct. Then here comes Jane, this prim, proper woman. You know, very uh, colloquial. Very. I just learned something crazy. Um, how old is Tarzan? In the film, Tarzan's real name is never addressed in the events of the movie. In the Sequel TV series. We're talking about that. Tarzan is eighteen. No. Yeah. He's a full fucking ass man. In the How book, Jane. In the, look up the Disney movie. I, I don't want the book. No, no, no. It's it's the book. It literally says in the movie. It says uh, in the book his real name is John Clayton the Third, which is the name in of the of man, the, the, the hunter, which is crazy. Oh my god! But in the film, Tarzan's real name is never addressed during the events of the movie and the sequel TV series. Tarzan is 18 years old. How old is Jane in Tarzan? That's a whole ass man. He looks like he's a full-fledged, like... Jane's also 18. Her father is... How old's the dad? He's like 90. That's what I mean. How old is Jane's dad? Jane's dad in Tarzan. Archimedes keyboard. You keep talking. I'm going to find this. So my my hot take on the situation is that... His name is Archimedes. So Tarzan had been raised by gorillas for, I guess, 18 years. I would have put him at like a, a comfortable 34 to 36. Yeah, right? Range. Like he's a grown Ma- man. Yeah, I would even go as far as to say maybe Tarzan's 40 years old, right? But regardless, he's he's born and raised by gorillas, right? He Gorilla blood runs through his skin. So Tarzan and Jane get together. But like... Why on earth would somebody as like so prim and proper see this man who can't even construct a sentence and be like, yeah, but that's the story. She's trying to educate this man. And then by the time he learns how to speak and how to articulate his thoughts, he's actually able to realize a, this is for a point for you. It's the first woman he's probably seen his entire life. That's fair. But he's also just how caring she is towards him, how Willing he is to learn and do all these things and how kind of a human he genuinely is. Yeah, I don't know. But we're getting so sidetracked Ooh, so right now, Tarzan, to the side for now. What? How did we even get here? No love interests? Yes, I, oh, the love I'm not a fan of love interests in Disney movies. Oh, it's stale by now. Disney it's movies. so stale. So I'm glad that Lilo and Stitch and Moana both do not have yes. that, right? I like that the love that is shown is a caringness for It's a fam- It's a family love like caring for her. Right. Tr- is it... Tribe or community? Her commu- we'll we'll call community. Let's go community. Yeah. She's caring for her community and Lilo and Stitch with Nani. They're trying to just be a family again. Right. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. Lilo and Stitch isn't a bad movie. Nope. I'm not sitting here saying Lilo and Stitch is bad. I'm just saying that between the two of them, if I was going to pop one on, I'm, I'm putting on Moana. All right. So and let's talk. Let's let's shift gears here and go right to the supernatural aspect of this. Okay. Right. Yeah. I feel like this is a heavy topic we have to talk oh, about. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about the supernatural stuff, like the aliens. 
or are in Sammy God, who is the source of all the problems yeah. in the movie. Yeah, that's that's just the reality of it, man. I don't know what you want from me. That's and just, Maui just Maui just messing around. Okay. Maui, The Rock, whatever you want to call him. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Dwayne The Maui Rock Johnson the fourth is my least favorite supernatural character because he is just singing a song about how he's The Rock. No, you just keep going back to the one song. He's so His much His character more than development that. is abysmal. He is this demigod who's responsible for life in this universe, essentially, right? For providing for these people. Right? Okay. Right? So yes, he has to say yes or He no. has the Prometheus Then yes. he loses his hook in battle, stealing the heart of Tafiti. He was doing something wrong, and he got hurt because of it. Why did he take the heart? Because he's greedy, and he wanted it. Oh, okay. So he had selfish motivation. Right, yes. And then he his selfish motivation of leaving Moana on the island shows that he's a great character. He, no, he so he leaves Moana on the island because he's still selfish. And then he realizes, oh man, I don't have any choice but to help Moana. I have, oh, to, for I have to help her to get my hook. The deal so is... So uh, for his own gain. Yeah, right, exactly. He's selfish and greedy for a majority of the movie. Yeah, for like and 85 to 90% of it. By the end of the movie, he comes to realize, oh, you know what? I, I should, suck. No, no, no. I should probably... You know, realize that I'm a I'm a good person and, and I and I do care about people and Moana has showed me that light. She has shown me what are you doing? She has shown me Plug that, that I have morals and I am a good person deep down. Okay. And he realizes that everything that he used to do to help people was for the greater good. It was rather for than selfish for, gain. Um, it's literally plastered uh, across his entire body that everything he did was for the recognition. All he, all that stuff he did was just so he could say, "Oh, remember I did this for you guys. I did this. You guys have to say thank you to me because I did these things for you." When you look at Stitch, Stitch, yes, he was a aggressive character. He was trying to figure out like what he was besides being a weapon. He lands on the island, and the first person to show him kindness is this recording? It is, yes. Okay. He, the first person to show him kindness opens his eyes to the idea of family, and then he's. The most loyal to Lilo for the rest of the movie. That's not true. He hurts her at one point, remember? He causes a lot of destruction to the house. Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. But he wasn't doing it maliciously. His loyalty to Lilo and trying to help her is astounding to me. To the point where he's the thing that gets everything to be okay at the end of the movie. He literally says, I have this family. It's small, but it's good. And it makes it makes them all better people for it. And I'd like to stay. And it happens. They're flying out like, yeah, you're right. You should stay. Then Jumba and Pleakley stay. And then that's it just shows that Stitch is all around a better character than Maui, in my opinion, because But why why compare the two? Because they're the supernatural aspect? Yes. When you told me that Stitch was grounded in science, so how is he supernatural? All right, I'll backtrack. <laughs> supernatural, just to call a spade a spade. But like I said earlier, like Maui is my least favorite supernatural character. Like the genie in Aladdin, he is there for Aladdin and only Aladdin. He has no selfish uh, selfishness in his body. When you think about. Um, uh, Mushu in Mulan. He is the family's guardian dragon that's trying to push her to be a great person. Right. And then you have Maui, which a great change of pace, making the supernatural element selfish, but he's an asshole. He's legitimately an asshole. Everything he did was just 
for himself until the last minute where he's like, I can't do this. You have to do it. And I don't I don't like it. I just objectively okay, do not like it. If that's your personal preference, then so be and it. And I'll just call it. It's my personal statement. That's okay. I do not like that's Maui's okay. You're uh, you're entitled to not like it. Yeah, I don't like it. I'm, we're at an hour. You want to call it? You want to you want to see who won this? Are we really at an hour? Yeah, we're at we're at forty nine minutes. We're just about to hit fifty minutes. Oh, we're not done though. We just hit fifty minutes. Surprise money. What I have in front of me for you is the ultimate Moana quiz. Are you the ultimate Moana fan? I'd like to think I'm pretty good. Let's see how we do. Play along with us at home. There's 17 questions. Here we go. Question number one. Oh my God, so many. How old is Moana meant to be? 16. We The options are 16, 14, 20, and 25. 16. Money says 16. 16 is correct. Very nice. Who plays Moana? Kristen Bell, Idna Mendel, Mandy Moore, or Aloui Cravahalo? I think it's Idna Mendel. Incorrect. It was the last one that I'm not going to try to pronounce again. All right. Number three, what is a giant crab called? Krakatoa, my eye, Tamatoa, or Kauri? Tamatoa. Tamatoa. Correct. Very nice. Is this your announcer voice? Yes. What year did Moana come out? 2014, 2016, 2018, 2020. 2016. You told me at the beginning of the episode. I did. That's a freebie for you. Doesn't count. What crop does Moana's people grow? Oh, here we go. Mm. Salt. Not a crop. <laughs> oh, thank you for giving me the answer. I'm babe. sorry. If anyone picks salt, they got problems. Uh, we got salt, potatoes, corn, coconuts. I think it's coconuts. Coconuts is correct. Correct. Very nice. Question number 16. What is the name of the rooster in Moana? Question number 16. Six out of 17. Don't get dyslexia, kids. Ha ha, he he, hoo hoo, or hey hey. Hey hey, what the fuck kind of quiz is this? The ultimate hoo- one. I like it, hoo hoo. Hoo hoo. That's a type of food. It's a Pokemon. Hey hey is correct. Very nice. Who is Tafiti? Moana's pet pig, Moana's dad, Moana's second cousin, twice removed. <laughs> DJ, what the fuck is this quiz? It's, or the goddess of it's the, the sea. It's the goddess of the sea. I'm Correct. Six, I'm six for seven right now. What is the name of Moana's grandmother? Grandmatala. Sala, Tala, Granola, or Nala? Grandma Granola. Granola. Money said granola. Let's see. No, it's Tala is correct. Very nice. Yeah, I'm seven for eight. Which of these do you have your own personal account for? What the fuck? Oh, this is just snuck in there. It's what? Which of these do you have your own account or profile for? Pinterest, Snapchat, TikTok, YouTube, WhatsApp, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube Kids, Discord, Twitter. Get up. Go. What's the next question? What does Moana's grandmother show her in the cave? A train set, more pigs, a, a huge set. banquet, more, ships. More pigs. More I, pigs. No, 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 no. no. It's, it's ships. More pigs is it's incorrect. Ships. It is ships. Money's right. I just love like, but by saying more pigs, that establishes that there, you know, there's more are, pigs. There's more pigs. <laughs> yeah. What part of the world is Montanui, the island, yeah. based on? The Arctic. Yeah. What? Europe, Asia, Polynesia. Polynesia. Polynesia is correct. Very nice. Because in Disney World, the Polynesian Resort has Moana-themed things. Ooh, here we go. Pua the pig is voiced by a real pig. True or false? True. Do you want to hear what the false, like... Yeah. False, the rock voices the pigs as well, or just straight up true? Which one is it? True. True is correct. Yeah, it's a real pig. How funny would that be if the rock was in there like... (laughs) I would believe it. They paid Vin Diesel $5 million to Guardians movie to just say, yep. I'm Groot in six different ways. Go ahead. Next. They probably did like 200 takes too. Probably. What is Maui? A god, a demigod, a demigod. king? Demigod is correct. Question number 13. What do the Kakamura use as 
armor. Wood, metal, chocolate bar wrappers. What the fuck? Okay. Coconut shells. It's uh, coconut shells. Coconut shells is correct. Yep. The word Moana means curly hair in Hawaiian. True or false? False. What does it mean? I don't know. False is correct. Moana actually means ocean. Oh, nice. That makes sense. Yes, it does. wonder how they came up with that. Google Translate. <laughs> What's special about Maui's tattoos? They smell like beans. They peel <laughs> off and stick on again. They glow in the dark. They dance around. They dance around. Correct. They smell like beans. You think they'd smell like coconuts? It's just a big shot of his belly, and you could just see his belly button, like, Protruding. Look at, that. Look at that belly button. Nice. No, no he's, Maui apparently has an innie. Oh, confirmed. Not an yeah. That's the next question. Does Maui have an innie or an Audi? He has a Maui. Ah, I love what? that. Next. Ooh, what kind of crab is Tamatoa? Lesser spotted Norwegian, Norwe- Norwegian jungle crab. You got there. Good job. Hermit crab, horseshoe crab, or coconut crab? Hermit crab. Final answer. Wrong. Yeah. That makes sense. He is a coconut crab. Okay. That sounds like from an episode of SpongeBob, the names that him and Pearl were throwing out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The cute crab, the cuddly crab, the, the killer cookie. crab. Yeah. Question number 17. Last out of one. 17. I've got three wrong so far. You have. You've been doing very well. Who made Maui's fish hook? A carpenter on the island. <laughs> no one knows, not even Maui. It was bought at a department store. The Polynesian gods. Which one do you think it is, Justin? No one knows. Wrong. Oh, was it the Polynesian gods? It was the Polynesian Shit, gods. So I got four wrong. Money officially is 13 wow. out of 17. Very Dude, nice 13 money. divided by 17 for the percentage there. All right. DJ, ready to see who won this episode? Oh, yeah. Let's go. Moana versus Lilo and Stitch. The people have spoken. It is 41%. Moana... 59% Lilo and Stitch. I have unfortunately lost this episode. You know what's crazy? At, not ca- since we're... We're we on have, episode 11 today. We're on episode 11, but with the Mewtwo and Charizard one being a tie, we're, we're, our official score at episode tied. 10, we are tied up right now. That's so, crazy. The crazy thing was we were going to do a punishment for the loser at episode 10. We cannot we do never, this. We never said that. We never firmly said that. Well, by the as way. of now, there's no punishment coming anytime soon because we're tied. We're dead even right now. I thought of a punishment, by the way. Oh, when, go for it. Whenever we get to like, maybe we decide to do seasons or something like okay. every 25 or whatever episodes are a season. I would do seasons. Something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, what would we do? Whoever so the season one. Whoever loses season one has to stand on the side of a busy road. Okay. With the sign that says. Something like I lost 25 episodes. Right. A honk if you hate me or something. I love that. And we record it and I'm like so post down. it on our social media and stuff. I'm so down. The big L. Oh, the big L. We, we can use yeah. the giant L. I'm that's so true. in for that. That's, oh, okay. That's that, that seems good, right? Punishment one decided, everybody. If you have more punishments that you want to let us know about, please email us at the Clash Corner Pod. Not the. Sorry. Clash Corner Pod at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram, Clash Corner Pod. Tweet at us, Clash Corner Pod. Hit us up on MySpace, Money's Vault. Correct. Or if you want to be on the show, uh, send us a letter and $10. Right. The $10 is uh, a finder's fee. Yes. Right. Finding you. And it's also, to sit on it's my also couch. the most amount of profit we've made on this podcast. And if you have any suggestions for 
podcast episodes, email us at clashcornerpod at gmail.com. No, the. You tell the people the. So no I the. actually do have a suggestion from somebody. Someone emailed in or sent me in. Who? Vin? Tyler. Okay, let's hear it. Tyler sent me uh, two ideas. One would be a tag team episode where we would go either 1v1 and we would tag people in to help us out or we just go 2v2s. Okay. And he said we should try to do a uh, DC versus Marvel episode. Seems fun. fun. Well, actually, we... Can I speak about what's coming down the pipeline? Oh, yeah. The next three are going to be of... Uh, uh, because we do have some Marvel and DC content coming over the next few weeks for you guys. Yeah, the next three are going to be pretty... When I say progressive, I mean they build to something. Yeah, so w- what we're doing is we're going to be trying out a lightning round type of thing. Yes. We're going to be putting... Uh, what what Spider-Man's... What so is it called? in order... We well, don't, ha- don't give them away. Well, we're doing lightning rounds based on... Spider-Man's... What is it called? S- Spider-Man's Rogues Gallery. Rogues Gallery, And yep. then we're doing Batman's Rogues Gallery. And then we're going to take the winners of, of both of both, and put Spider-Man villains, which I love, against Batman villains, which you love. I thought we predetermined the Batman versus Spider-Man one, so they were like evenly matched. Yeah, yeah, but I'll be I'll be fighting for the right, Spider-Man right, side, and you'll course. be fighting for the Batman so side. So going forward, we will be doing a bunch, not a bunch, but the next three light episodes are going to be lightning round based. We will we come just, we will come back to our regular formula after those episodes. We're we just trying try some new out. stuff. Yeah, let you us know, know how you guys. Bobby the <laughs> a little, little bit of this, a little bit of that. Okay. We got a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Right. Tarzan should not be, and she should not be so prone to wanting to be like, look at this man. Have you Who, seen him? Who's been? He's been living in the jungle. Do you know how? Yeah, but that man's been climbing is? on you know? everything and eating the most pure fruits there is. That dude, pro- AJ, yoked. I'm gonna leave you with this, and then I'm gonna drop the mic and walk away. And you Don't have drop to, your mic. You, on you the have floor. to conclude the episode. That's fine. And you cannot respond to anything I'm about I to won't. say. What do you think the bottom of Tarzan's feet look like? Thank you all for listening today. Uh, this has been the Moana vs. Lilo and Stitch episode. As you guys know, uh, I just won, so money is uh, crap. And uh, we'll see you guys next week for our first steps into the lightning rounds where we do Spider-Man's villain lightning round. Who is more important? I don't know. We'll see you guys then. I, I was I was falling apart at the end. Bye guys. Bye guys. Love you. Bye.